give me some more flavor. It's the Untitled Podcast. Man, I don't even really remember how it kind of just how we kind of like. Nah, I, I'm a t- you know swag swag when swag introduced us. Swag was like. This, this is CJ He's gonna be the greatest DJ ever <laughs> CJ This is my cousin VP He is the, He gonna be the greatest rapper ever Y'all figure it out Come get this money baby Yeah Come get this money baby 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 The way you doing what you doing I can't help but keep it money baby Come get this money baby Come get this money, baby. Stop. That's right. The way you coming down that pole, you already know I can't spend this dough. Can't spend this dough. You, yeah. Look at how you take it low down to the flow, girl. You know I love the way that you move, move, She make it clap like Buster. I can't help but touch the way she dance so seductive. All I'm thinking about lusting. I'm just thinking about busting, girl. Let's get into something. That's right. Yes, sir. What's happening? What's popping, man? You're on the Welcome to Untitled Podcast, episode 103 of your favorite podcast, favorite podcast, aka Greatest Show on Earth, man. I'm your host, Boo. Boy, I know your voice. Always know the vibes, man. Got my guy with me, GCO Jonesy, the one and only. Yo, what's up? What's up, family? We back. We back again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Milwaukee Miracle. I thought um, you were going to leave that one alone. I do it every time we had company. <laughs> I be showing her. I was a little kid that when we had company, I'd run around. Okay, and, and that, that was me. That was me. It's my bad. My bad. Yeah, I'm Milwaukee Miracle. Yeah, see, I, I said and everybody asked about it. I'll t- tell y'all boy about it, man. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, got some uh, got some special guests with us, man. Very special guests, man. Um, you know, got... Uh, I guess both of y'all pole legends if we really, you know what I mean, really think about it. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Individually. You know what I mean? I ain't a legend yet, man. I'm gonna get to the one I knew knew the little uh, the longest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody that uh when we talk about uh that run from shit, what oh what shit, oh six, oh seven to what twenty now. You know what I'm saying? He's a legend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Living legend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? You you hear my guy at the parties, you know what I mean? When we was younger and I hear him on the radio every day, man. Um CJ the DJ. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. y'all for having me. Yes, sir, yes, sir, man. And also to to my left, man, we got uh one of the hot up and coming artists in the city, man. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean, a creator. Um, you know what I mean. Shit, I guess you know, like you like you say, man, streets calling himself. Hey, you know what I'm saying? What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Sorry, it's your boy, VP the streets scholar, you know, at Creflo Scholar, you know, because I be preaching that real shit to the streets. Y'all already know <laughs> what it is. Oh, man, that's right. Yes, sir. Yes, big sir, Creflo. man. How y'all boys feeling? Man, I'm blessed, man. Blessed. Blessed. Big bless. Yeah, man. Big bless, man. Blessed to have y'all on, man. Bless man, appreciate it. Uh, we was having a little conversation off mic, man. We we you know me in the city. One of the biggest weekends in the city is St. Patrick's Day, man. Yes. Um, you know if, if you in the city, man, Rhythm of Brunch is obviously one of the biggest moves, one of the best moves you can make on every other Sunday. Um, but this one was a little different. <laughs> this one was a little different, different man. Everybody, is not the words. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> ball last night. Oh, we had a time last night. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> um, and from the jump, man, it's been something that that the city needed. 
you know what I mean? It's been moving toward that point, moving, moving yeah. toward that point, man. Definitely. So I think this is, uh, you know, one of the, the, the first times I've seen it look like that. I mean, I got that little late, got that about four. And I saw Ashley. You was right on time. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> by my time, by yeah. my time, I pull yeah. up. They get on me for that, but shit. I be like, man. Yeah, you know, be, you know, normally I'm in and out, but because of what it was, I wanted to soak the shit in a little right. more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to soak the shit in a little more. So um, so for both of y'all, man, um, just those kind of events in the city, you know, everybody here is from Savannah. Um, we grew up, you know, looking for shit to do. You know what I mean? So, so something like that, having that in the city, man, what does that mean for y'all? Um, for me, man, it's just, it's, it's dope to be a part of pushing, you know, the culture of Savannah forward, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been telling folks for years, bro, like, well over a decade, I've been like, man, like, don't sleep on Savannah. You know, we grew up in, like, man, Savannah trap, and you gotta do this, and you gotta do that, and you ain't gonna never make it, blah, 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 but... Nah, I mean, bro, like, you know, we see, I won't even talk about the last five years. If we just look at, like, the last three years and the way, you know, the city has evolved, uh, how the city was able to grow in the middle of a pandemic when everybody else was stuck in the house on froze. You know, Georgia was open and Savannah was still thriving. And, you know, so when you talk about, like, a situation like Rhythm and Brunch, I enjoy that, you know, being a part of that for a variety of reasons. But some of the biggest reasons for me personally is, one, it's a type of event that's for people of our era. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just telling one of my homies, uh, one of my young guys, you know what I'm saying? I like, look, bro, I'm onk. I ain't granddaddy, you know what I'm saying? I'm onk, you know what I'm saying? That birthday just passed, you know what I'm saying? I'm 35, and I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying? That's why I also said it was St. Pisces season, bro. I don't know, no, I don't, I don't know St. Patrick. I know a whole lot of Pisces out here, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so, you know, one of my favorite things about Rhythm and Brunches, you know, it, it, it even from a DJ perspective, which made Sunday so dope for me was, you know, I got to play stuff that took us back to the era when we used to party at the Mason Hall, when we used to party at the Progressive, when we used to party at Frozen and Daiquiri and Tantra, you know what I'm saying? So, um, Tantra, man. Yeah, bro. It felt like all that in there. It felt like all of those. It felt like all of that. It felt like a piece of all of that that day. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, so, you know, that's that's one of my favorite things about Rhythm and Brunch, man, you know, is that you know, it's 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 a party. Everything that we do is a party, you know what I'm saying? But but rhythm and breath specifically, like that's for our era. That's catered to our era. We're gonna come out during the day, we gonna rock, we're gonna have us a good old time, then we're gonna get right because we got work in the morning, some folks got kids, some folks got <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the night shift to go to after yeah, brunch. Right. Yeah. 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 And we we talked about that, you know what I'm saying? Um you know, that, that 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 new vibe of us, you know, shit. We trying to be in the crib, you know, 8, 9 o'clock. You yeah. know, trying to be back at the house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got that all night in me no more. But I got yeah. for right now. I got 2 to, you know, at 2 to 6. Hey, man, it, it, look, bro, ain't nothing in these streets after uh, midnight but pussy police and problems. Scholar be out there. Scholar be out there. Nothing in these streets for 2 in the morning. Scholar be out there looking for all those. I'm on paper. Scholar be out there looking for all those. My answer is E, all of balls. You trying to go for broke. You feel me? Balls to the walls. Yes, sir. Um... So, uh, so we have a lot of artists come through, man. And uh, and one thing that you touched on was that we started looking at Savannah as a trap, right? You know what I mean? That kind of crab in a bucket mentality, all that good shit, right? Um, what I'm seeing from these newer artists, and I want to kind of touch, uh, get with you on this one. Um, 
you know, I see a shift in Savannah now, right? Okay. See a lot more collabs in the city. You see a lot more people willing to work with each other, right? As opposed to when we came up, it was all about, you know what I mean, I got to get on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's kind of got what was left, but I can't put you on yet because I ain't where I want to be. And when Understood. I do get where I want to be, I don't want you taking my spot. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So do you see that same shift in, in, in music? Or? Uh, the shift is because how music comes out now with so many different platforms to put music out on, you feel me? So it ain't just like making that CD, you feel me? And that you like stuck to that, you feel me? Because there's people that's making songs that's strictly for TikTok right. or making songs that's just, you know, f- strictly a streaming single, you feel me? Or just, you know, so there's so many different platforms that you got to make a lot of music. So your best bet is to lock in with other people following us now because it's about followers, you feel me? And if right. my following can link with yours and we could put this together, that's how you continue to build it. And I think with, with Savannah is... We just tired of being broke. We just tired of being on the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the bottom yeah. of the totem pole with the music and being overlooked. So it's like we are pe- we always been a pack of wolves. So it's like, okay, what if we like really get together and be a pack of wolves and just stop being individual wolves? Like I tell people all the time, like uh, when you go, because I done been to the chain game, when you go to the chain game, they, you know, they have all the different sets, the Bloods, the Crips, the GDs, all that. But when they, when somebody from Savannah coming there, they're going to be like, oh, the Pote over there. Yeah. 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 Even yeah. though these boys might be in a set themselves, mm-hmm. but they still going to have the Pote. Like, the Pote is like a whole set in itself. You feel me? So, if we just, I, I explain to people, like, if we took that mentality and applied that to whatever it be, the music, whatever, we going to get the same results, you feel me? Because we look at and feel like anywhere we go, females, anybody can tell somebody from the Pope from right. anywhere out of that, you feel me? Because right. we got our own swag, we got our own style, our own lingo, all that. So it's like if we come together and put that together, we'll get so much better results, you feel me? And I think now it's just... Seeing that now and just where, where time's at now where folks see like what we fighting against each other for for an imaginary spot that we never possibly get. So like let's work together and try to make this thing happen and get up out of here. You feel me? Absolutely. So I think that's what's really going on. Absolutely, man. So I asked you about now, but I want to take it back a little bit. All the way, all the way to the beginning. All okay. the way to the beginning. So at what point did you start, um, start this writing period? Like start writing just period. It's period. Yeah, I was in fifth grade. Fifth grade. Okay. Like yeah, fifth grade. Cause I uh, I did a song over. I tell people this shit all the time. I did a song over Tupac. Uh, Hail Mary. I did a song called Fat Mary. Yes. Yeah. But you know that shit was <laughs> yeah. like a spoof. You feel me? Just like uh, it yeah. was like come with me, yeah. Yeah. Fat Mary to KFC. <laughs> like, but we, I was in fifth grade, so yeah, like when right, I do yeah. that shit for the class, we we we. 10 years old yeah, like they sir. love that yeah. shit they eating this shit up the teacher laughing all yeah. that shit and it was just like seeing how every day like when class in school about hey, hey v crank that fat mario <laughs> like like yeah. this real shit so it's yeah. just like those was those first moments when i realized like damn i could captivate people with words you feel me like folks they eating this shit up you feel me and then it just started progressing and then going into learning my own style and just crafting that, you feel me? But that's where it really started in fifth grade. And then just from there was lunchroom battles and always being looked upon as like, boy, go holla at V-Box and rap. If they yeah. beating on the table, boy, put V in that shit. Like, yeah. And then just, you know, learning how to turn it to a business now. And now it's just progressing from there. Yeah, absolutely, man. So um, you mentioned Pac obviously being one. 
uh, which you freestyle in the Hail Mary. So uh, what other influences you kind of had coming up? Uh, definitely Jay-Z, mm-hmm. uh, T.I., Jeezy. Uh, just really, but it's R. Kelly. Like, I really, like, love music, bro. Yeah. Like, I really, that's why they call me the scholar, because, like, I study, like, yeah. even down to Savannah. Like, I give everybody one go, you feel me? Like, right. I'm not going to consume no trash, but I still yeah, 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 give yeah. it a go, you feel me? Like, and then if I'm like, oh, nah, that's not for me. If I know, like, you know what ain't for you and what ain't for you when you hearing it, like, okay, yeah, that's the same old shit, or they sounded like this or whatever. But I still give everybody one go through, you feel me? Like, like that's just how I am with music, like to consume music, because you'll never know what you can miss, because it's still all art at the end of the day. Right. But then it's, you know, selective art. Right. And, and you kind of hear that in your music, you know what I mean? You, you know, I, I'm kind of the same way with music. Like I listen to a lot of artists, a lot of rappers. I get everybody that one go through. Just to see, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You can tell who who, who just kind of just raps. You can tell who trying to get on. And you can tell who really got that love of music, right? Yeah. So when I'm listening to you, I kind of hear, hear the instrumentation and a lot of stuff, right? You hear the beats. You hear all these different things going on. It's, it's just not the song. And I think that's one thing that um kind of gets missed a little bit um, with artists nowadays where, you know, you get a song. The song is cool. No. But we had songs like Hell. You can turn Hell Mary on the instrumental no, 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 nothing. Just, just instrumental. And you'll feel it. And you'll feel it. You yeah, because that's and what I, it is. You feel me? Music is really frequency and feels, mm-hmm. and a lot of people they get lost in the business of it. They get lost in the, I want to have a car, or, or what they see the people that's on. They want that. Like right. I've been there. I wanted that. You feel me? Till I had to understand like these frequencies we playing with. These is the songs that people apply to their lives. You feel me? And it's more so about giving quality things that they can feel opposed to just following the new trend the new fad the new that you feel me like nah like that's cool you feel me because folks trying to get paid at the end of the day it's still a business but would you rather have a microwave dinner or a real home-cooked meal right and that and that's what a lot of this shit is. That shit just processed. That shit just pushed out. Shit, processed food, McDonald's, all that shit, cool. But when you know, get the breakdown of the body, that shit don't really give you no nutrients. Opposed to really putting your hands in that food, really cooking that shit, breaking that shit down. And that's what it is with the music. You feel me? So, and for me, that it took me learning that as well because I tried it where I was trying different styles because I wanted to get on so bad. You feel me? But then it had to just become where God put me in a point where I could just be a creator and create music you feel me and learn what it is about these frequencies that i'm putting out there and understand what i'm trying what am i trying to receive back when i put the frequencies out there and that's what a lot of people don't understand like you gonna get back what you put out there so when a lot of these rappers end up dying or getting in trouble behind the frequencies they put out there it's like how can't you look crazy it's like that's the frequency you put out there you're gonna get that back you feel me like so I'm like just understanding, and this is this is how me and T, like C really started like linking when he taught me about intent, and once I started learning the intent of what I was doing, like like I said, my intents at first was to get cars, money, you feel me, like women, like off of music, you feel me, but then once Kyle, my son Kyle passed. <laughs> I had a purpose for this shit, you feel me? Because now he'll tell you at my shows, I make sure people say Kyle's name before I leave. You know, I pray for my crowd, you feel me? Like, it's an intent now because I really care about the people. So it's like, I want y'all to feel this shit. I want y'all to feel what I went through because it's a story to tell behind it. Absolutely. So so at what point did you realize, you know, 
I might be able to really do something with this. Like I know you said, you know, you was writing and you said, damn, I can captivate, captivate people, move people with this. But when did you say, damn, like I really may be able to make something out of this, make a career out of this? Just uh, being real, I knew that shit since little, bro. Okay. Like, I okay. felt that shit in me, but over time, you have to build your confidence in yourself. Yeah. All of us are stars. All of us are special and put out here to be something. It's just on you to dig deep and really like lock, lock in on that feeling you feel inside. Everybody feels something inside from right. however when you at a certain age. You feel me? I felt that shit five, six years old and knowing what the fuck I'm supposed to be. It just be about the intangibles around you that start changing your outlook on what you want to do. Your friends start influencing. Your family tell you, nah, you can't do that because right. they mind can't fathom doing that shit. Yeah, you feel me? So all these people going to tell you no and it, it be an influence on you because yeah, these yeah. people, people yeah. you look up to, the people, they influence you. Yeah. You follow them. They follow, you feel me? So you don't want to let them down, but it'd be like at a point you have to realize like, I got to do what make me happy. Yeah. And 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 then, and then what I tell people is don't let that shit be at the loss of something. Mine was at the loss of my son when I realized like, damn, I got to do something. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got to use this shit. I really got to use this shit because my son didn't have a chance to breathe. Period. You feel me? So then it was realizing like, damn, I'm wasting all this talent, all this good energy. Like for what? Yeah. So that's why I say you know people got to find them. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know I me. Mean? That's important. You know, just that intent and. One thing you touched on is, you know, when you tell people your dreams, what you're trying to do, what you're working on, you know what I mean? Especially, I think that's one of the challenges in Savannah now with the shift that we all talked about, right? Because when you you talk to somebody and tell what you want to do, it's never been done in the city, yeah. right? The city's never been as creative as it is right now. So we never had that and people moving around, doing what they're doing. So you're still going to get a lot of folks, you know, who say, man, nah, you can't do that. You tripping. You know what I mean? Just putting art out. So I commend you on just, you know, Having the courage to put art out, period. Oh, you know what I mean? It's, it goes back to that, um, to that you know, it, you know, just you know, it's my art and sense about my shit, right? Like it goes back to that saying because it's real. You know what I mean? So just stepping out there in the front, in the forefront, man, and putting that out there, you know what I mean, is very, very important. So, so um, one thing I did want to know is y'all too. You know what I mean? How did y'all link up? You know, what's the relationship between y'all two? Because lately, I ain't been seeing one without the other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I, you know, I, mean, I done been talking. You know I been talking. So I just, yeah. you know, I let fam, you, you know, know I, I yeah. just feeling where he don't, you know, catch it. I let I mean, so, bro, we met like years ago. Shout out to, uh, and I call him Elliot. He called him Swag. Swag. Yeah, yeah, swag. yeah. But um, that's his cousin. And mm-hmm. so back when I was like all over Savannah State, Bro was like, man, bro, you and my cousin need the link. Yeah. And um, he introduced us at Savannah State. And I mean, from the time he introduced us, like, we always been cool. We just, fun. you know what I'm saying? We didn't necessarily integrate uh, what we had going on. Like, I was doing what I was doing. He was doing what he was doing. And, um, man, I don't even really remember how it kind of just, how we kind of like. Nah, I, I'm going to, you know, Swag, Swag, when Swag introduced us, Swag was like, this, this is CJ. He's gonna be the greatest DJ ever. <laughs> CJ, this is my cousin VP. He is the he gonna be the greatest rapper ever. Y'all figure it out. It's mm. dope. It's dope. And then ever since then, ever like he said, we've been we've been crossing the paths. You know, it's always been love. Like yeah. love, chill, love, like just like how we chill now. It's always right, been yeah. that. But it'll be like 
I see what you're doing, see? And he was like, but, you know, me, like I said, I don't have been in and out of prison, start this music shit, and don't be, I wasn't all the way devoted because I had my mind on all this. Well, this man was locked in on being a DJ. Yeah. I was being a rapper, being a trapper, being, like, all these other things. Like, I wasn't locked in on saying I'm confident in knowing yeah. I'm the greatest rapper for real. Mm-hmm. So, but he was like, whenever you're ready, we're going to put this shit together. And I'd yeah. be like, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it always been that. Every time, every time it's always been when I get my shit together, we're gonna put it. I see what you're doing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, even that there might be the height of my trap, and I'm pulling up, walking in the club, still like a rapper. This man doing this sets, and it'd be like, when I get my shit together, we're gonna put it together, see. Yeah. And whenever you're ready, we ready. That, that's what it's always been, yeah. And then it's when we came here, like I said, when we had that talk about intent, when I started pushing again, and I was pushing what the uh. The trials and was I pushing the trials and tribulations at that time? Pushing trials the and nigga like me single, yeah. and I came on the radio. We had to talk about intent, and then from there, when we had to talk about intent, is when I came up with the idea for the Kyle project. Yeah, and then from there, I came to him. You know, I told him, you know, like this is what I wanted to do, and he was like, "Well, you should do the uh the listening party at the uh, radio station." Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, that was dope. and I yeah. was like. I could do that like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like I say I still be like For the shit that be going on I promise y'all I be being like Humble as a fuck You feel me Cause that shit still be like Still new It's still new to me You feel me Like this shit really happening For real now You feel me mm-hmm. Well From there We did the listening party And then Like I said it Went from us talking Once Twice a week To Every day Yeah And then he uh came. We was uh getting ready for a show because he's you know he was my DJ. He my personal DJ. Right. And then uh we was getting ready for a show and we was working on a song. And then our producer Ashton was playing "Come Get This Money." He was like, "This still my favorite song from you." Nah, yeah. Like we wasn't even <laughs> thinking about "Come Get This Money." We working on some totally other different stuff. I'm still pushing the Kyle album. She heard it. Ashton played a couple other records. He was like, can I take them? I can take these records with me. I'm like, man, I don't care, man. These shit sitting in my file. That shit come out when it come out. And man, went for a weekend, came back, and was like, come get this money. Is your hit single. Like, we gonna start pushing that. We gonna put your album together off these other three songs. We gonna build around that. And then we've been Rocking even harder ever since then. Like, yeah, like now Honestly, it's just bro, like, like, man, I can't wait till we drop that project. Like, it's so much that's going into it. Like, we got a, a record in particular. Like, man, we got to make sure all the eyes dotted and all the. That's TV the only thing holding us back. That's but the only once, thing holding like, us because we not not dropping it without that song. Right. But um, yeah, and we and once we match the gas on it, we ain't stopping. So yeah. once we dot the eyes and cross the T's, or once we finish, because ain't like we haven't. Yeah, yeah. once we finish dotting, this the song is it's the done. business. It's yeah, the it's business. Just the business. Just make sure, yeah, it's you the make business. sure your business had it on the front end. Yeah. That you ain't got to worry about it on the back yeah. end. And so that's that's all we doing with Creflo. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and that was just the, the uh, piggyback off of uh, what you said when you was like. Uh, how can I keep putting the art out here and, you know, just you commend me for it. And I, it's like, it's taking time to get there. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? Because where I had to, re- like, I learned now to put that numb switch on and know that, okay, I'm doing a business, but then they're consumers. You feel me? I have to do what the consumers want and everybody's not going to like, like, like certain stuff. You feel me? So yeah. I have to put it out there and then I have to let the consumers do what they do and i'm right. just in the middle you feel me like i have to be numb to all of it you feel me right. well yes my art is my product it's coming from me my heart yeah i spill that into it of course but it's 
I can't do nothing about so, what the people do. So how do you find that balance? Because, you know, it's, it's it's separate, right? You know what I mean? The consumer creating music they want to hear, you know what I mean? But also, you know, the, the best artists are the ones that are telling their story and being authentic, right? Understood. So how do you find that balance in doing both? Uh, Continuing to keep living life and seeing, okay. and like, uh, what me and C call it is just testing the market, yeah. seeing what people want, regardless from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can only do what they want from me. Right. Trying to do something else that somebody else is creating and then give it to the people is not going to work. Right. So it's a it's a process. It's yeah. a back and forth. It's all it's about like finding that out, finding that balance essentially. Yeah. You know like you have to find it. That's yeah. the thing. You like okay, that, that works. That don't work. Oh, that's what you like. Boom. And then like continuing to tweak it, bring it back and forth. And you can like, still keep it authentic because it's kind of like you know, it's it's a it's on one end somebody could argue that because. So much music get dropped on the daily, and there are so many new artists emerging on the daily that it's harder for an artist to break in. But like I would argue that now's the best time for an artist to break in because there are so many different lanes and so many different ways in which people consume music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you got an artist who making a killing off of TikTok, ain't never got a radio play, ain't getting no love in no clubs, ain't even got a music video out, just booming on TikTok. Right. Right. You get what I'm saying? So there are like so many other mediums. You got artists who Women on radio, but like nobody knows what this person looked like. They can't tell you no other song right. outside of the song that to get played song. on the radio. You know right. what I'm saying? There are artists that are dominating clubs, yeah. dominating clubs. Like, mm-hmm. got like five, six songs being played in the clubs, doing shows for like 30 bands or higher a show. Never got a song on radio. Don't know, ain't nobody checking for them on social media. So it's like now essentially it's kind of one of the best times for artists because there are so many different lanes in which you can find success. And you know, really and truly, if you can find success in like one or two lanes, you can easily use that momentum to spill over into every other avenue. It's just, I think a lot of people still take the same old school approach where it's like, I'm gonna make something, I'm gonna throw it out. I'm going to see how people react. Or I'm going to see if people going to stick to it. And then when it doesn't get the reaction they want, they back up off of it. Now, realizing, man, like, bro, who you weren't even clear with who you wanted exactly. to put that record out to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got this record, and this record is fire, but, like, you didn't even necessarily take time to consider who am I pushing this the record audience, to. Right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Even when folks, like, I, I hear artists all the time, they be like, man, I got a song that's going to make the females go crazy. All right, bro. Females like ain't just black and white, bro. It's like yeah. you got you got layers to that. You know what I'm saying? For real, like yeah, yeah, you yeah. Got, yeah. Like female, and then females are multifaceted, bro. Like a female would like some some Afro beat, some R and B, and some gangster shit. All on yeah. all in the same playlist. You get know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like when you making music, no different than any other product, no different than this ginger ale, this water, this Bella bottle. Like you got to be clear on who that product is for and, and you know what I'm saying and bringing it back to the point of like finding that balance it's not that an artist can't make music and be them authentic selves and find success it's just you have to find a way to give what it is you're saying or give it give it what you give the people what you think they need wrapped up and what they think they want. Yeah. Right. Right. That shit saying? for them. Like, yeah. that shit ain't for us. Right. Like, I had to get out of me. That's the other part, too. Yeah. Like, this ain't for me. Like, I used to be like, man, y'all ain't heard what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, y'all didn't, like, br- like, getting caught up in how many 
like my alliteration and the on point and like, but you ain't heard how I switched to this and the transition to this one. Boy, them folks don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like for the artist, it's about the release. Yeah, yeah. For the for the, the consumer, it's about them actually consuming. Yeah. So right. that goes back to, like I said, just finding that balance in the middle, man. Like I really don't think it's as hard as people make it to like really, really break an artist. I think that people just kind of like don't necessarily have a solid game plan and when That's they so do it. And you know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people get real impatient. I think a lot of people just kind of like do something and if they ain't seeing what the results they wanted like two, three months, then they're like, all right, this ain't working. Let me switch up my footwork. And, you know, we was talking the other day and I was kind of like equating like, you know what I'm saying? Like we dropped, come get this money in December. It's March in the past three months. It's been getting plays organically. Uh, he already done, done shows off of it. We already have been in multiple markets. And it's kind of like, you know, sometimes there's a point where you have to work and then there's a point where you have to let your work work. And by that, I mean kind of like no matter whether if, if, if I'm a chef, right, if I'm cooking spaghetti, it's a point where I take the pot, I fill that bitch up with water, I cut the heat on. And I let that bitch bubble and I put the noodles in there. Right. But then there's a point where I got to yeah, back the fuck up and right. let what let I've already do. done. I got to let that hot water that I've already poured cook them noodles right. before I come back and do more shit <laughs> to it. Yeah. Right. You know? More shit on top of Right, right, right. Yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? It can't be like I instantly put the pot down, put the water down, and boom, Jeremy spaghetti. Drop the spaghetti sauce yeah. and that <laughs> it don't shit. Like that. All the fucking sauce. It don't work like that. And so, you know what I'm saying? It just goes back to it. Like, I really don't think. And, and, you know, I've been blessed, man. Like, next month to make 15 years I've been DJing. I've been blessed. Yeah, it's been that long, bro. I'm tripping over it too, bro. But, you know what I'm saying? I've been blessed to, like, you know what I'm saying, be in some rooms, see some folks on their journey from, like, since 2008 and, like, really be, like, a student of, like, not just DJing per se, but just, like, the industry. And I just think that, like, that's one of the key things where a lot of artists kind of just miss the mark. And also, to be fair, like, I also think, like, a lot of artists, independent artists, run into the problem of you got to be the artist and you got to be the a &R, mm. and you got to mm. be the manager and you got to wear so many different hats and that it essentially takes away from what you what you want to do, which is just right. be an artist. It takes right, away right. from it takes you got to you got to back down on your creativity so that you can focus on your 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 business and your executive shit. You know what I'm saying? And so, but I really don't. And, and, and it's just my opinion. I know there are people who argue me down, or whatever. But I just think I don't think it's as hard in this day and age to break a song or break mm -hmm. an artist as it right. once was that because thing. there are just so many different lanes there's so many different consumers there are so many different ways people listen to music and right. even for the success that we found we can't get this money like with this record in particular bro like just how we was laughing off mic before we came on you got grown-ass mamas and aunties jamming it you got little-ass kids jamming it you got strippers jamming it you got Business women jamming it. Everybody trying to come get this money. Yeah, so you know yeah. what I'm saying. So like, yeah, bro. It's just it's it's just about understanding who's gonna best receive your product and how to put that product in the place where they are gonna receive it. Yeah, and, and that's a common argument that I hear a lot. You know what I mean? As far as it's easier now to to be an artist, to to break an artist, to come out with music as opposed to you know 15 years ago. You know where the main thing you had was radio. So hearing that come from you. You know what I mean? Someone who who basically running a radio station saying like, nah, like it's different avenues. You ain't got to just come to me and knock on my door and give me a blank CD. Yeah. And, that's what they think. That's what they think. They think, man, give me what you do for bro, man. Put me on, like, yeah, nah, yeah, I get hit with that all the time, man. Man, show me the same love you show, bro. 
It's kind of like, bro, like, one thing about me in particular is, like, man, especially when it comes to Savannah, bro, like, my track record of show, like, bro, I've never been scared to show anybody love in Savannah in the clubs, on the radio. I could be DJing out of town and I'd be playing somebody, you know what I'm saying? But it's always been a thing of, I'm only going to play somebody if you doing the work yourself. Like, I tell people, even with radio, I could take your song right now and I could beat that job down people's earlobes on the radio but if once that song goes off and the next song comes on they no longer thinking about your song they think about the (laughs) next song they can love your song they can love come get this money every time they hear it and people play it back they they, 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 can't back on radio but once it goes off and the next song comes on they singing the next song they not thinking about it no more so what is going on with this record outside of radio that's gonna help it grow can they shazam it can they pull it up on any of the streaming platforms? Yeah. If they get on social media, can they easily find Access. you? Can they easily find that song? Yeah. Do you have a video? Do you have content in motion going with this song, yeah. going with this video, going with you? It's so many things outside of it. And it's kind of like, man, it's a waste of time on my end. And it's a waste of an opportunity for you for me to even play your record if you don't have anything going on with this record outside of me playing <laughs> Shit, it. No, it ain't yeah. gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, bro, I play anybody, bro. Play people for free all the time yeah. i mean bro i'm born and raised savannah want to see the city win yeah. want to yeah. see the city win but yeah. it's got to make sense like i ain't mean to interrupt you and it's kind of something like saying that like when you came with the down by the river song and the album you came out of nowhere with that shit but i kind of like once it hit it stuck it's like everybody was like retweeting and everybody was replaying <laughs> it like everybody was like all right this our new anthem like you know what I mean? <laughs> somebody <laughs> just reposted it yesterday you see what I'm <laughs> like what was in your creative mind to say all right, I'm about to come out of the album, and my lead song is gonna be, you know, a song from. It's gonna be towards my city, like. Uh, so with nine in general, like a lot of people didn't necessarily know that I had like had my hand in producing, um, and right. so like I already knew, uh, no, knew and no, like what I got in the pipeline as far as like producing goes for me, but it was important for me that my first body of work. Not like my first record, but like my first body of work as a producer was something that paid homage to the city, to the post. You know what I'm saying? And so, and um, I mean, there's so many pieces, moving pieces with it. Like I knew, you know, I knew that I was going to do that album. I knew I was going to call it Nine, part one. I knew it was going to be Nine songs. I knew I wanted all Nine songs to be different. But with that record in particular, it just kind of made sense for that record to be the first record like people don't listen to albums the same anymore anyway you know what i'm saying, I see what you're saying. like yeah. so it just kind of like if you songs, put, yeah. yeah if you put this album on and that's the very first song you're gonna let it ride out you're gonna give it like oh yeah where the rest yeah where yeah. the rest yeah where the rest and even <laughs> yeah, more so yeah. like it's gonna set the tone for you like it's kind of like if for us that song hits a certain way because we from here so yeah. everything clay saying in that opening yeah. verse yeah everything yeah. monk saying yeah. the second verse even you know what I'm saying for sharice singing even the, the flowers sample being cut right. up in the hook like that all right. means something to us right. yeah. but for folks who not from here you know what I'm saying it's still a record that's gonna resonate because it's like i might not know what he's talking about by the beach high school 
but I kind of feel where you're coming from. Okay, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. it, 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 you, it may, you can relate to it. You can yeah. relate to it. That's why I start, the song starts off so just, it starts off the way it starts. Like, I wanted to beat the bill. I wanted it to be a story. I ain't want to come on with no hook. I wanted it to come like that, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. essentially that song set the tone for the rest of the whole album. And yeah. when you really, if you know what I'm saying, if you listen yeah. to like the whole thing, like every song is oh, different. Songs. And what I love about the project is like, and this kind of goes to what, what, what we was talking about earlier about like you know the collaboration and the way that 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 people are working together in the city like i i personally feel like right now we are living in like what i would call the renaissance of the pope yeah you get what i'm saying like everything Mm. that has been everything that has been done up until this point has like laid the foundation for like where we are now and when you think about the renaissance like the Renaissance was just an era, but the Renaissance gave birth to so much. When you think about the Renaissance as it pertains to New York, the Renaissance was an era, but look at what that era did for New York as a city, New York as a staple for culture in like the whole country. And that's right. what I feel, personally feel, we are at a point in time in Savannah, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, like that was something that was also dope about that project for me was like, man, like being able to have all these artists come together on the same tracks, you know what I'm saying? You got a record with 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 Fee and Torpo. Straight trappers, yeah. yeah. But you also got a record with like Clay Hodges Clay. and Ethan yeah. and the choir at Savannah yeah. State. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that, right. You got V and Sad. I had to pull my dog Sad out of retirement. Folks ain't even sad right. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, so man, like, you know, just bro, like I said, I just think like, you know, for me, that was the biggest thing with that and just Bringing it back around, man. Like you know, it made sense to me for that to be the first song off of it. And honestly, like man, like I'm still, it's it's we still gonna focus on the other eight tracks off of the album mm-hmm. long before I drop part two. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Long yeah. before I drop part two, like it wasn't. It goes back to it. Like it wasn't like I'm about to just drop it and then I'm ready to get on the part two. Like yeah. nah, 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 nah. Part two gonna come, but part one gonna get its justice. Yeah. And in today's, I feel like that's important. Just in today's landscape of music, anyway, you know what I mean. You got so much shit coming out all the time, all the time, all the time, and you want to put shit out there. Content is king, right? So you want to keep putting shit out, but I do think it's important that people just live with shit. You know what I mean? You hear an album, everybody say it's a classic on top. You just heard it yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, How you gonna feel about yeah, it? Yeah, like let it ride. You know what I mean? Like what makes a classic album to you? Like what you know what I mean? Like what yeah. made a classic? You like four songs? Nah. I mean, my classic is no skips, but it take me a minute to hear every song to know why I don't want to skip it. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah. So, so speaking of just showing love, being Savannah, you touched on something I was going to actually ask him about uh, when it comes to you. You know, because of you being a DJ, you know, what I mean? you being on the radio, I already know the phone calls you get, right? You know what I mean? Get me on, get me on, get me on. So for you to work with an artist as a radio DJ, you had to see something special in him to say, yo, nah, this is something I really want to tap into. What was that that you saw him to say, nah, like, like this one on one? I need, you know, I got to work. Oh uh, man, bro, like a combination of things. I think the biggest, the biggest and first one is just like just having a genuine relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, man, me and bro been rocking for years. You know what I'm saying? And like, and also like one thing with 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 V is every time we cross paths, even you know leading up until this point, it wasn't never no like, man. He'd never be like, man, bro. Put me on or hey bro, yeah, no, do this for me or do you know what I'm saying? He never came at me like that. He never came at me like that. Never. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. were talking, I'd be like, hey bro, whenever you ready, you know what I'm saying? But like he would never ever come at me like that. And and, and honestly, it's because he didn't come at me like that. 
that we were able to build a friendship in the first place, you know what I'm saying, or build a relationship, you know what I'm saying, that would uh, eventually lead to what it is now. I think that, you know, relationships with, with any artist, like relationships are key, whether it's with a DJ, A&R, just anybody, you know what I'm saying, like you got to have a relationship because, like, bro could break bread with me, but at that point it's a business transaction. Once I fulfill my obligations for what I was paid for, Man, you can't ask me or expect me to go above and beyond that because right. I fulfilled my my business, you know what I'm saying, obligations. But That's if there's true. a relationship, yeah. then like, you know what I'm saying, like, Still. I'm going to go a little bit, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go a little bit above and beyond. Yeah. So that was, you know, for me, like, the biggest thing Um, also in that, man, is just like his work ethic, bro. Like, my work ethic yes. is crazy. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, my work ethic <laughs> has been consistently, like, crazy, like, for years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, and like, when we got to the point where, like, we was talking like damn near every day or like me and him might get in the studio. Man, we might get in the studio like seven something. You don't want to leave. And bro, we might not leave till like, we might not leave till like 6, 630 the next morning. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the work ethic is crazy. So like the work ethic was something else. I was like, okay, bro, like we ain't going to waste time. You know what I'm saying? Like if we said we're going to come together and do something and that would bring me to the third thing. Like, man, like one thing I respect about V is like, man, we live in a, a point in time where like a lot of people tell you to do stuff. You know what I'm saying? But then something happens and something falls through the cracks. And, like, I get it. Life happens. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, even us, hell, we were supposed to get up last week. Life right, happened. Right, right. And we ended up pushing back this week. But one thing I can say about V that I respect is, like, man, if he tell you he going to do something. He going to do it. He going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's important. He going to do it. He going to do it. You know what I'm saying? He going to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think, you know. Those three things were like the big thing that like kind of was like yeah bro like let's rock you know what I'm saying like let's let's let, let's do this so. yeah and uh, and where's that come from you know what I mean just that follow through because I mean I know for me when people ask me shit and he'll tell you like people ask me shit I, I help anybody I look out for anybody right but I, I'm a little different in my shit like I give I give niggas tests so what I do is if you ask me for something like I right, bet well tell you what um meet me or call me uh call me tomorrow like two. Just see what you're going to do. You call me, we good. You don't, I know you really ain't, you don't really don't want this. So, and them kind of people I look for, like, what you going to do, you know what I mean, to show me that you really about this shit. Now that I'm somebody you got to prove something to. I ain't going to lie, I fail that test. I be forgetting to call <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know what I mean? But, 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 but even if you call me at five, I said, bro, I know I'm supposed to call you too. My bad. Yeah. You, know what you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. and that's cool. You feel me? But I, I just want to see, you know what I mean, where your head at. Like, do you, is you willing to do this shit or you want yeah. me to do everything for you? Yeah, no, so for you as somebody that, that follow through, you know what I mean, that that's being shown as somebody who does what they say they're going to do. Like, where does that come from? Just the way you was raised is something that you kind of develop over time. Like, where that come from? Just uh, uh, probably over time developing, partly how I was raised and just, you know, making my own, mm -hmm. my own of it. And just, and just, I use words, bro. Yeah. So I'm big on my words, you feel me? Like, words and the connotation of them and how we use them, like, that's important. It's power in the tongue. So me, me telling you I'm going to do something, like that could have been the world of you. Yeah. And then I crush your world by not doing that shit. So mm -hmm. I done seen that shit happen too. You feel me? Like I say through life, you feel me? Learning and seeing like not holding my word and holding my word. You feel me? And how people value that. You feel me? So that's what the thing for me was just valuing my word. You feel me? Like that's what they even say, you know, in the Bible, the, the first thing was the word and the word was God. You feel me? Like, so 
your word is like you gotta you gotta stand on that shit. You feel me? Even if you can't stand on it, yeah. come back and say, like say "Hey, boy, I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't." People, yeah. But I think that's the yeah. biggest misconception with a lot of people. Like they don't come back and they don't give that the, like that clearance to say to give that person that, "Hey, I can't do. This. I can't do this. Schedule do this to this day, or you know what? I told y'all I was gonna do this, but I, you know, I can't. Sure, I fell short. Rather than actually not calling them and mentioning them or talking to them at they'll all, they'll go some. Yeah. They'll get the fuck on the back off. They other just be like, they'll get it. Like nah, it take a level. It take a level of being humble to do that. Nah, you know what I mean to say like, you know what, my fault. I fucked up. You know that's my bad. That's my mistake. You know what I mean X, Y, and Z. Like a lot of folks say, like man, it'll be alright. Nah, bro. I just can't. I'm a nigga. I can't live with myself. Like I really be like. That shit hurt me, and yeah. that shit hurt me when people do that. I back off your ass fast as a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I'm dead ass, bro. Yeah. Like and, yeah. and I and I'm a person that I you know I'm a patient person and I'm a, a person of chances. But especially as I get older, but nah, bro, cause my shit solid. Yeah. My I tell people I'm the closest thing to 990. You feel me? I'm gonna <laughs> do what the fuck I say I can't, and if I can't, I'm gonna tell you, hey, bro, I can't. This yeah. happened X, Y, and Z. I ain't gonna get, put you deep in my mix, but I can't. Right. And that's it. Then if you upset with me after that, because I couldn't. Yeah, that's on you. That's on you. <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But at least I gave you, and I'm going to give you a, a time gap, especially enough to try to finagle to fix the situation, because right. that's all life about solving problems, because you might have another solution in the gap. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for me, like, I ain't even going to have to worry about that. And then I give you, nah, like, nah, that's how that shit works. So that's just why I'm big on that and big on holding my word because that's all we got. And, and watching Scarface, that's one of my top favorite movies when he yeah. said, your balls and your word all you got. Like, yeah. that yeah. shit for real. Like, yeah. before any yeah. type of money, before any of that shit. Like I said, it always goes back down to the, the times when I went to the chain gang. Like, when you have nothing, that's all you have in the, yeah. But keeping your shit will build you up so fast. Being solid, like when yeah. people see, like, oh shit, this nigga shit, everything he gets, that's gonna build you up in there, cause all you have is your character. All us dressed in greens in there, yeah. so what's gonna differentiate you? Damn, that you be, from everybody else. Yeah. You just gotta be real. Yeah. real you gotta be yeah. real as fuck. You gotta yeah. stand on yeah. everything. Real you feel yeah. me? Like yeah. all your words. So and, and, and a lot of niggas when they in there I'll tell you, yeah, I did this out there, I did that, and then when the time to come fact check, you feel me? It's like, oh, this nigga ain't like that. Right. Yeah. So a lot of that shit a show when you in there. You feel me? And like that's what showed me once again. Like, oh shit, standing on your word. Get you far because standing on my word when I'm locked up, especially in Carl Griffin. I swear, I, if I pray, I never go back. But that shit had me in there living like a fucking king. You feel me? Yeah. In the in the situation where you fucked everybody up, you feel you, me? Right. But the gods know you. Everybody know. Oh, this nigga solid out there, boy. Let me. I'm gonna yeah. fuck with this nigga because I know this nigga solid. You feel me? Like that shit comes back to you in the times when you most need it. Right. So that's why I always just value. Keeping my word and being solid. It have been times like where I done got locked up on some in the holding cell shit, knowing I'm going home. I gave a nigga my shirt one time. That nigga seen me like three, four years later and remembered that shit. Damn. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. That's hard. And it's like, what? It's real though. That's real. Yeah, yeah. I, shit, I just gave you my shirt. Boy, fuck no, boy. You gave me my shirt, boy. Yeah. Nah, real. Like, so shit like that. Like, so that's just me though. You feel me? Like, I come from, you know, a church background and all that shit, treating people right. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's important, man, because a lot of times, especially y'all when I, you know what I mean, I, I was lucky, right? Because we talk about OGs on this on this podcast a lot. I look, I had folk like E, you know what I mean, to kind of really guide me when I was on some bullshit and tell me, like, nah, boo, be tripping. 
You know what I mean? Um, I so when these young boys come to me, I try to give them that same game, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, when they hear, you know, being real, you know what I mean? They they feel like it's tired of some tough guy shit. Yeah, and it ain't. You know well, what I mean? Keeping your word, yeah, exactly. Just being solid. That's it. Just <laughs> be solid. Just be being solid. You and whoever, whoever the yeah. fuck you are. Yeah, so some of the niggas I know with the most respect just out here. Period. I ain't never seen them lay hands on nobody, CJ, ever. Yeah, yeah but you like CJ, like CJ can go anywhere, any hood, walk anywhere, and niggas gonna dap him up like this love. Mm-hmm. Me and Pete the same way, like you say. CJ like, already keep know what it is, boy. <laughs> I told him, boy, you, you ain't never got a fight, boy. If, if, you keep, <laughs> if you keep that rapport in Savannah, like VP can contest, like even from us, like. I'm not, I uh, met these people in basketball. He was a basketball player. Yeah. Clover there. I used to yeah. go over their little park. We had the Y and shit. That's yeah. why he laughing. Because when I met the nigga, he was a basketball. Man, yeah. he cursed out my whole team. Listen, when he, but I'm going to leave that alone. Okay. Stand okay. on that shit. I told you I'm going to stand on that shit <laughs> on the world. Yeah. Yeah. What so, I'm going to tell you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Ian, you cool as a fuck. Get the fuck from around these fuck ass niggas. Fuck you. Fuck you. Nigga, what y'all want to do? I'm mad. Yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, I'm that. that. Like I'm that, that, bro. I look like I was taught looking nigga in his eyes, so I can see through all that shit, bro. We gonna fight. We gonna fight. Yeah. Like what's up? I can get tested that. Scars a scab. Niggas like and like and I'm not a fighter. I'm not a nigga that want to do all that shit. You feel me? Because we not supposed to be on that type time. You feel me? I'm a nigga of like understanding the politics. You feel me? But if that's what we on, let's be on that. Yeah, and let's get off that. Then let's right. have a conversation after that. Exactly. After you got down, put the ice on your motherfucking head, or after I done like, what's up now? Yeah, or whatever you did to me, cause I yeah. could, I could take my leg. Yeah, yeah. Like boy, you got down. It's a, like I don't have plenty of niggas where we laugh about that shit. Boy, you were beating the shit out my ass, boy, till you slammed me on my head. Then got down, but we yeah. laugh about that shit. Nah, yeah. that's why I was like I'm just you know stand on stand on that shit, man. That's all. Yeah, man. That's um. It. CJ, one thing you said uh, that kind of sticking with me is uh, this, this renaissance on Savannah, right? Um, I mean, you saw this happen in a lot of areas. You saw it happen in New York. You know what I mean? We saw it happen just in the South in general, right? When you saw artists like T.I., Lil Wayne really kind of take off. You know what I mean? Even going back to No Limit and, um, and Cash Money. So with that being the thing going on in Savannah right now, what do you want to see from Savannah to kind of keep that going, right? Because for the longest, the only creators we saw out of Savannah came out of SCAD. You know what I mean? So, so for you, you know, somebody who's heavily involved in music, someone who's been mm-hmm. around, knows the industry, knows the game, know how this shit works. Gatekeeper, you know, I mean, yeah. yeah so you know what I mean? Call you a gatekeeper. You, you yeah. know what I mean? You can you know, still be home. Yeah, I'm doing my part, bro. <laughs> in a sense, because he not because yeah. he right. Because if you if you stamp something, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. you see, CJ said that shit. You know what I mean? They they gonna at least let it rock. You know what I mean? They gonna let it rock. So for you. You know, let's say, you know, the next two, three, four years in the city, right? Like, what's some things that you would want to see from Savannah as a whole? Uh, Man, the, there's two things in particular that come to mind. Um, The first thing I would like to see is I would like to see the people that aren't necessarily creatives mm-hmm. but have, like, an interest in business, an interest in accounting, an interest in just brand development from a not a I want to be seen, I want to be stamped for putting some drive on standpoint. I want to see those people come together because kind of like I was saying earlier, like an artist, uh, an independent artist disadvantages. They got to be their artist, their own artist. They got to be their own manager. They got to do their own PR. They got to do et cetera, et cetera. And I think that there are a lot of business-minded people in Savannah. And I think that that, 
that's all important too. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is liquor without the distributor? You get what I'm saying? So, um, I love to see like those people kind of really fulfill those roles. Like, you know, when you look at any market, <clears throat> when you look at any market, like any market that's booming, you know what I'm saying? Like, I won't just use Atlanta, for example. We could say New York again. We could say LA, Miami. Like, you got artists, but then you got people who like pride themselves on PR, pride themselves on management, pride themselves on just connecting, making plays for creators, not just musical artists, but just creators in their city. So, that's one thing I would like to see. I think that Savannah hasn't, but I think that uh, they just haven't, like, you know, organized or because we live in a time where like everybody wants to be seen like like once upon a time like back in the day shoot it was diddy and suge was about the only label heads you saw out just as much as the artists right, as for right. now everybody wants to be just as big as the artists that they push so i think like those people who don't really care about the shine i love to see them people like come to the forefront and like really like power that 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 business aspect so that artists and creators can be artists and creators and the second thing i would like to see in savannah um is man i like to see like hubs for us by us like you know going back to it bro like i've been telling folks for well over a decade bro like man savannah all right keep playing savannah gonna be it watch savannah gonna be a kid yeah. like bro i say this all the time and it's so true bro like at this point in the game in 2023 Atlanta can't become more Atlanta. Mm. LA can't become more LA. Miami can't become more more Miami. New York can't become more New York. Mm -hmm. But when you look at cities like Savannah, cities like Jacksonville, cities like Charlotte, all of these cities are expanding and growing. And all of these cities in their own ways are one, going through their own renaissance period. And two, they're starting to become those new cities that people are starting to freak out. Everybody atlanta out. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying, like, but like, 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 what, <laughs> like, like, like what CJ saying right now, like the Jacksonville movement, they music. We didn't hear no artists from Jacksonville used to be. Now, like, like now they got like nine, ten, twelve got, artists like, booming out of there. You know what I'm saying? Booming, like, booming. The only the the, the 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 I guess I bring that hub point up to 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 really hit what I would like to see for Savannah. Not just two years from now, not just ten years from now, not just twenty years from now. Is I think it's important now for us to have our own hubs that keep our culture in the forefront because what's going to happen as we've seen it happen multiple times, as we've seen it happen in LA, Atlanta, New York, Miami, so on and so forth. When these cities start to pop and when these cities become those new prominent cities, you have a lot of people who are not from that area Mm. migrate to that area and that city's culture gets lost Lost in a melting pot of everybody else's culture. Like right now, I mean, there are people once again who are arguing me otherwise, but right now, as of March 2023, I would say 21 Savage is the biggest rapper in Atlanta. But 21 Savage ain't the ain't from Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like he not right. born and raised from Atlanta. So it's just like, and that ain't no knock it, bro. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't no knock it, bro, at all. It's just I'm also bringing it up to a point. Like, you know, once again, like right now, it's easy to see because we had a it's easy, I guess, for me to say this or see this because like I said, we had like an early point. Like I said, the Renaissance was only an era. Yeah. But it set the stage for all of these cities to become what they ultimately became. And so, like, you know, the, the the whole point of history is to learn from the past and, right. and learn from other people's I ain't gonna say mistakes, but just watching and seeing and so it's just kinda like, bro, we already see it, bro. Like from 
Plant Riverside to all of these other things, man. Like, ain't no nobody from Savannah on these things. Right. Even what CJ was saying to piggyback off that, which each person in this room could say, like us being around Savannah longer than a decade, you watched it. You literally watched the city grow. You know what I mean? It's one thing, you know what I mean? I like to say about Savannah, I always make this quote about Savannah. Savannah was a girl, she's a ratchet bad bitch. She's mm. gorgeous, you know what I mean? But she <laughs> ratchet as a motherfucker, you know what yeah. I mean? So that's yeah. how I look at Savannah, and I was just like, all right, it's her coming out party, y'all. Man, I, I love the analogy of, like, Savannah, Charleston, New Orleans are oh, all yeah, three cousins. sisters. Yeah. No, they're sisters. Yeah, they're sisters. Charleston is that bougie older sister. She's going to go to brunch at best. That's the most right. party she's going to do. Right. Other than that, she at church. New Orleans is that ratchet ass little sister standing on balls. She done lost, left her shoes at she the club. Fighting all the time. She, right. She fighting right. all the time. She twerking all the time. She fried. Savannah is that middle sister that could hang out with either one of them yeah. effortlessly. Right. Yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? That's the beauty of Savannah. And that go back to V point of like, man, there's people can kind of tell Savannah, people from Savannah have a certain air about them. Even in, even when we look at like people in the industry, bro, all the all the all the college athletes right now, it's a reason why Flage making the noise she made. You know what yeah. I'm saying? All the socialites. Yeah. In the world It's Jada, a reason why Jada, Jada makes the yeah. noise That she makes You know what I'm saying Like people from Savannah We cultivated right. different You know right. what I'm saying right. We built different We have a different era About us You know oh, what I'm saying And yeah. it's kind of like When people think For forever They've been thinking like Oh when you think of Georgia You think of Atlanta You know what I'm saying That's why I said When uh, uh, Amaretta dropped that song About this not Atlanta This not Atlanta And people from Savannah Was like This not Savannah Man let them people Fight amongst themselves bro yeah. Like the Pope The Pope need to We need to stay us Like yeah. bro You know what I'm saying yeah. Like that's that's what, that's what makes Savannah, in my opinion, Savannah is like, man, like, bro, we ain't never been wanting to jump on somebody else's train. Like, we did, we always did what was authentic to us. And if it, you know, just, it just ties around to my answer, man. Like, the biggest thing that I would want to see for Savannah, you know what I'm saying, two years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, is that we don't lose our culture. And as people migrate to our city, you know what I'm saying, it's like, you got to... You can you can be you. You can make your mark in our city. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like our doors ain't open, but you just gotta remember that like this city already has a culture that mm. predates you. Predates. It yeah. might have not been as popular, yeah, but, it but it predates you. It's been right. here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's yeah. been here. It's been here since the camouflage days. Yeah. It's been here since the third coast days. Coast. It's been here since way before, you know what I'm saying? Way, right. way, way back. So like as the city grows now and as the city, you know, like I said, is on this upward trend, I just don't want us to lose that because in my opinion, like that would be the most heartbreaking thing. Like for us to have spent all of this time for somebody who ain't born and raised her like we born and raised her, it's not what I'm saying it gonna make the make that much of a difference. Right. But we been here. We know what it's like. We yeah. been we been here when Savannah was an underdog. Yeah. We been here when people treated us mm -hmm. like we was goddamn country little town, right? Some country town, bro. Yeah. Listen, when 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 <laughs> artists come in town, when record reps come in town, whenever all these people come in town, and I show them around, bro, like I, it, it's like music to my ears to hear them say, "Bro, I did not know Savannah was like this." Yeah. It's like music like, to my like, ears, and it's like, bro, I've been telling y'all for years. Yeah, I've been really? telling y'all too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah. telling y'all too. All the way down yeah. to the food, like our food is even like it's captivating. Yeah. So you got to look at it like in, in two different senses rather than looking at that. Like once we have so many layers to Savannah, so many layers, bro, and it's and it's not just the music. You know what I'm saying? The only the reason why right now like the music is so important is because it's kind of like 
No matter what, bi- yeah. No matter what city, no matter what what a city has going on, ultimately the music is like one the soundtrack of that city, yeah. and two the music is what defines the culture of that city. And that ain't even just big cities. Like shit, New Orleans got great food too, but that bounce music is what yeah. sets the that's tone that, for that yeah. culture. Yeah. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like that's why like now more than ever like the music is more important. But man, like I just I I don't want to see that for Savannah, man. Like I would hate. For us to have been the underdogs for so long to get to the point that we are now and then fast forward five, 10, 20 years from now, like, man, we just continue to grow and thrive and become this the metropolis that we were always destined to be. Right. But people who weren't fucking with us when we were the underdog ended that's up moving in town, migrating and taking it over and stamping it as something that's not authentic to what we are. Right. You get what I'm saying? Because then it's like, damn, bro. It ain't <laughs> so, going to happen because I ain't never leaving. Sir, I mean, and, shoot, bro. Just for everybody who come on board, for everybody who listen, man. Like, if you from the Pope, man, like, bro, just protect the culture, man. Like, bro, I love. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to say say this name because I don't know if it was this person exactly, and I don't want to be misquoting or giving nobody the wrong phrase. But whoever coined the term Savannah versus everybody, mm-hmm. I fuck with them. Because that shit is authentic. Shit, we got Ireland hating on us right now. Come on, yeah. Savannah Vietnam. <laughs> Come on down yeah. 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 <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, bro. You know, that. like, let's keep that energy. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, bro, the doors of the church are always open. People can always come visit. You know, it's a beautiful city. I, shit, if I didn't live here, I would want to live here, too. Yeah. But, you know, we can't let people come in and then we fit them. You know what I'm saying? They got to come in and fit. You know one thing that I, I love about both of y'all and y'all been... You know, and it's like not even together, like individually. Um, one, y'all been the same two niggas since I met y'all. Then, hey, appreciate Word. it. And like, you know, even you know, boo, like I'm not, I'm not the nigga who's gonna give a nigga no credit. I'm not the nigga who's gonna shine and just say all that. I'm like, boy, he doing it. But I am gonna give credit when I know this nigga when he was since high school. Mm-hmm. This nigga since he was high school. Yeah, and I come in and say like, both of these niggas right here, mm-hmm. not one. Change not yeah. one. I done seen him in different situations. You know, he ain't seen me watching. Well, he doing shit for people that I'm like, boy, you ain't got to do that. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And VP could test like same thing with him. Like with him doing stuff with his family and all that kind of stuff. He'll let you know, like, boy, I got to do this. My family, my God, kid, you know, this and this and that. So it's like even them having like their own separate paths. They come right. through two different entities or two different like lanes. Their principles are the same. Yeah. Their morals are the same. Yeah. They beliefs the same. So it makes it kind of congest. Because I was like, you like, where these two niggas? And that's why. And that's why I asked, like, what a, you know what I mean? Because right. I was able to see, I saw CJ come up, right? right? You know right. what I mean? I saw mm-hmm. from the jump. You know what I mean? Because we was all outside. That's from back to YBR. They's all like, we, yeah. we was outside then. Right. So I remember. You know what I mean, and and you know even then it was love. We was throwing parties. There was no party, but it was always love. Always love. If we ain't had a party going on tonight. We was a day shift. They had nothing going on, and, and vice versa. <laughs> some nights, some nights we had a party. We was a day shift. They, had, you know what I mean. So in the past, always crossing. It was always love. So that was a beautiful thing. So to see you now working with him, you know what I mean, and I watching him, you know, taking this same type rise, and it's all based on being authentic and being real. And then hear your relationship, how it kind of came organically. It wasn't a thing where you saw him like, yo, mm-hmm. bro, like, cuz gonna make some money. I might rock with him. Or he yeah. could put me on. It wasn't right. that. It was, nah, nah bro, like, we friends. Yeah. Like, we, we dead ass friends. Without the rap, without the music, without DJing, without none of yeah, that, I still, 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 still be cool. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
And to me, that that's, that's hella important because a lot of situations like us, yeah. without, yeah, it's like us. Like mm-hmm. before any of this shit, we was cool. Like just me and him doing this together just fell into happening. You know what I mean? So and it was organic, and if this shit ever fell apart, you know what I mean? We still gonna be cool. No matter what, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think that's real dope to it's see. It's only going to grow, though. Y'all ain't going to yeah. fall apart. Oh, yeah. Nah, I'll just put that in. Like, that, that was an example. That shit. And, and another <laughs> thing is that uh, even even the situation with VP, CJ, y'all, the nine and all that, like VP, VP being a close homeboy like Miles, you know what I mean, like you, I never wanted to push VP's, you know, envelope. I already knew it was going to be organic. You see what I'm saying? And when he dropped that song, and I heard the snippet, I called the nigga. You did. I ain't gonna lie. I said, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? What is that? Send Where is it? Like, yeah. Send it to me right yeah. now. He ain't lying. 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 Hold on. It's coming, bro. It's coming, bro. It's coming, bro. He ain't lying. Even with the... Miles could test you. I didn't ask for this interview. He was like, Miles was like, oh, um, he was like, oh, we need to get VP on. Oh, and that's and that's how I do shit. I'm not like once you get hot, it get around. Yeah, I don't have to push it. this man envelope. I don't have to push your envelope. He I don't like, feel like I'm hot still. I mean, yeah. you you make a noise to the point where people are saying or buzzing because Miles was like, hey, like a couple weeks ago, he's like, VP, we need. I appreciate That's it. I still don't. I still don't feel it. Hey man, I be trying to tell him, man. I yeah, still don't. I, mean, I told you, yeah, I still don't feel it. I but could. Like, you know I got I mean? so much more. I got to take over. So it's but like when he said it made me happy because I ain't even had to right do the friend card like right. <laughs> nah, you know it's this. Kind of, you know, you might yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah. You nah. might want to do this. And when he came, somebody kind of smiles like no more. I appreciate it. Yeah, nah, absolutely, man. Because because for me. And, um, you know what I mean, a lot of uh, people are who who really know me and know how I am with music and say I'm, like, I'm kind of like a music snob, right? Okay. Like, it's just certain shit I just can't, you know what I mean, I can't rock with. Understood. And, and, and to the same, like you said, like, you know what I mean, I, you ain't going to listen to no trash. And I won't call people shit trash. You know what I mean? I know I know you wouldn't either, I'm, but. I understand. But, nah, you understand <laughs> you what you're saying. Yeah. No, nah, when I, and <laughs> no, when I, <laughs> nah, and when I say that, because I'm glad you said that, I want to, I want to clear that up. Yeah. Like I said, it's all art. Nobody music is trash, but all of us. Have thinking levels, you feel me? And right. there's certain stuff that because we're consumers, so yeah. it's certain stuff that you can consume and listen to, and it's just certain stuff you like. I can't listen. I can't take no yeah. more of this it's, in. It's, it's like it's, it's like you said. It's like, it's, you said you said it best when you said this ain't for me. That's the best way to put it. It is just this. Yeah, no, it's, it's real. Like like bro, you can't imagine. Like like we get we get the phone calls too. Like yo, like hey man, my partner. Uh, you know, my partner rap. You know, say he want to come on the pod. All right, cool. Well, send me bro shit, and he sends him like, all right. I don't know if what, what we, we gonna do. talk about. Yeah, well that no, that now that's my favorite question. That's for <laughs> anything. That's so cool, cool. What are we gonna talk about? And they just kinda look at you. Nah, I just wanna come on and chop it up. All right, cool. About what? About what? What you got going? What more? Yeah, you feel like, me? like not saying the podcast is too big for anybody. Just tell me like what are we gonna talk about? You know, if you can't give me that, then that's cool. Just maybe this particular podcast may not be the I one for you. you. You know what I mean? Maybe you know that somebody who can relate a little better to you that can get a better conversation out of you, and that way, you know what I mean? Y'all boys can you know, get where you want to be. But 
you know what I mean, in particular with this, this may not be it. So I just thought it was really important you said that because a lot of times people look at certain shit as hate and they look at certain shit as, you know what I mean, oh, he, he's on fuck with me. Like, nah, you cool. You know what I mean? I fuck with you. It just your music. See, see, that's that shit. See, that's why I can't. I gave it a shot, bro. Yeah, I let it ride. I, I played it in the car. I played it in the car. I played it in the car, bro. I played in the car. I played. I was in the gym, bro. I was working out when I played this. Nah, boy, you got, you got to make it past the car to get to the gym. I'm sorry. See, I'm the opposite. If I play you in the car, I'm really giving you a shot. Nah, see, I I give you the car because if that's the ride test, if you could pass the ride test. Like it's certain tests. Yeah, because I can't play just anything in the yeah, gym. Yeah, because see the phone. I ain't gonna lie, the phone. Cause the phone. The phone sometimes will uh, 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 give you a false thing. You yeah. missing yeah. subs yeah. and you all can bust that. your ass on that treadmill trying yeah. to change the song. Yeah, like, get this like, nah, I need this already. Knowing this is right, and when I'm in treadmill mode, nigga, I, I can't. Pause. I ain't pausing my workout for nobody. I'm about to put you on the spot. How do you tell somebody this ain't it? Like when they come to you and approach you, like. And you, how do you, you do? Break it down? Do you? Like, I just I, I'll look, get a critique. Like I'll be like, you know, look, look, who mixed look, it look. or like how I got mixed. <laughs> you might want to get it remixed. Right? You want to get it remixed? Come back, like, CJ, what's up now? Fuck with me, like, I got my shit. man, shit. What the work ethic looking like? <laughs> because also, here's okay. the thing. Here's the thing. Also, like. We live in a point in time going back to it. Well, it don't matter if I think that shit hot or not. It's somebody who gonna think that shit hot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When Glorilla dropped tomorrow, yeah. niggas was like, "But that is not it." Yeah. Fast forward, that bitch went number one too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it ain't necessarily a thing of like me saying like, "Man, that ain't it." As much as it's just like, "All right, bro, what's the work ethic? What like yeah. what the work?" You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, once again, bro, like. Damn the song I can play the song That's easy right. yeah. But once I play that bit Like what you got going on Outside of me Pushing Doing my song. part yeah, that's what, what I you doing about, on that's your what, end I got better tell you Like play the music it. ain't shit no more You feel me yeah. Right I, I could play that, I could play it in the clubs that. I could play it on the radio but outside of me doing my part, how are you pushing this record on your end? You get what right. I'm saying? I can't I do more saying. for your record than you do for your record. You get what I'm saying? So essentially, like, it's not necessarily always about, like, what I think it's hot. Now, I will say, like, what, three weeks ago mm-hmm. when it was the SEAC tournament out of Savannah State and I was DJing, like, there was this guy who was, like, pressed about me hearing his song and he, like, gave me the song and I was like, bro, I don't know if it's the mix, but I don't know about it. And he was like, he, I mean, he felt slighted. He was like, well, I got other ones, you know, check the other ones out. But I was like, look, bro, like, I ain't gonna cap. Email it to me because I'm working. Like, this ain't now ain't the time for me. And he emailed me the records. And, like, I do listen. Like, people right. email me people records all the time. It, I was about to say. Yeah. yeah. Like, people probably yeah. be thinking you be capping or, like, they're like, all right, send my email and shit. Like, on some A&R shit, they do they think that you listen to this shit or do they, you know, they think, like, ah, oh, this nigga. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of people who think, like, Oh, I emailed this man my music and he don't listen. But like, no, bro. Like V, like bro, like I'm a I'm a fan of music and especially anything that pertains to the city. Once again, bro, like we living in like the Renaissance of the Pope. So like, what I look like not trying to, you know what I'm saying, yeah. bro? Hold on, the best think about it, right? Like, what I look like not listening to this record and not. And once again, bro, I, my track record say it, bro. Like I've been playing folks out the gate for yeah. years, whether you in the club or not. Yeah, I'm bro. playing. If I like your record, I'm playing it. You know what I'm saying? Or if you doing records, Measy to anybody, bro, bro. Like go down the yeah, go down the list. So it's just kind of like, bro. Like yeah, like when people email me records, like yes, I do listen to them, bro. Like my email, my inbox is flooded. Like I'll say, especially when I'm like 
on on the road. That's one of the best times for me okay. to like just go through my inbox and like listen to what the folk what what people got going on. If I'm like about to go to the gym, kind of like V, as I'm riding, I might hit a few. Oh, okay, I like the first few the way the first 30, 45 seconds of this went. Let me say this. I'm a giantess in the gym. You know what I'm saying? So like I do listen, but you know, once again, like it ain't always about me listening and liking a record. It's about what you as an artist got going on to push that record. I can play your shit easy on my end. What right. are you doing on your end? Because we got to make it make sense. I can yeah. contest to that. And like another thing I want to get back on topic with UNV is like I see y'all going on the road, y'all in making, y'all landing, y'all these different places, and like y'all doing these things. Like how's the record is getting like um, the reaction from people in different cities? Like because you know we gonna root for you. You see what I'm saying? But when you go to different entities or different cities, how is that reaction from these records that you're playing? Man, like. People, so this comes from just being a DJ. Mm -hmm. Like, whenever a record is getting played that people are unfamiliar with, especially in a setting like the club, if you are expecting them to, like, start bobbing their head and, and bouncing to it out the gate, you're going to be disappointed every time. Every you know time. what I'm saying? Like, you got to watch time. You gotta watch faces and you got to watch body language. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to watch it. Even if you don't get the head nod, right. sometimes somebody might not be nodding their head, but they, listen. but they, but they listen. face yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, they right, yeah, yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They might reach in their pocket and pull out pull out their phone and try to shazam it. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the, the reaction... Like I told V when I heard when I took that record and I was listening to like all the records on the road and I came back and I was like, bro, can't get this money gonna be the one. I was like, bro, can't get this money is undeniable. Homecoming of last year, like I was like, bro, watch this. There was two instances I was DJing at Liquid that Friday night. I played it. People in Liquid didn't know what it was, but I seen people kind of like looking. And like there was some females who was already drunk in that zone. They just knew that job yeah. felt good, so yeah, they yeah, was bobbing right. to like, it, right? Like V said, the frequency. The frequency had them. Crazy, like yeah. Fast yeah. forward the next night, the tailgate after the game. You know, we turn up uh, everybody out out right in front of uh, the stadium or whatever, and I slide that jive in, and bro, like I watch this guy in front of the stage in the middle of the crowd. This man like pulls out his phone and he like. Like he looking for a, a signal or something. He's trying to Shazam to yeah. get this shit, right? Yeah. My man comes to the stage. VP standing right next to me. He come up to the DJ booth. Buddy was from Africa. Buddy say, CJ, what's this DJ? What's this DJ? I'm not making the job up. You know what I'm not making the job up. And so like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that during that whole period, like homecoming and, and a few other events, like, I was just test. That goes back to like as a DJ not being afraid to play records that people are unfamiliar with, right? Because you got to be able to real time research how yeah. people gonna react. It's kind of like, bro, you take whatever the hottest song we, let, whatever song, the way people react to it now when they hear. It. Matter of fact, let's 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 put a take an actual song. Let's say Stick Talk or yeah, okay. Dreams and Nightmares okay, or Preach, any one of those okay. three, right? Okay. right? The way people react to the club, that, those songs when they hear them in the club or when they hear them in social situations now. It's not the same way they react to them in clubs when they heard them the first time. Right. They react to them now because, one, they all the way familiar with it. I know this bitch word for word, at yeah. least the words that matter. Yeah. Two, by this point on those records, people are programmed. People know mm. when dreams and nightmares come on, I'm going to wrap this first part with yeah. my eyes closed whether I'm drunk or not. And then as soon as that beat go drop, I'm going okay. crazy. People programmed <laughs> yeah. to yeah. react a right. certain way I to agree. records. Mm -hmm. So like with songs, you got to be able to like work them organically. So bringing it back, like with us hitting the road, Man, it's been dope because we still been getting those same reactions where people 
You could tell people listening. Some people just bounce into it. And I don't know the words, but I'm just bouncing to it. The hook not that hard anyway. So by the time it come back around yeah, the second time, people like, come get this money. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like it ain't hard. So, you know, it, it, the the reaction, also the feedback, I mean, that we've been getting on the road has just been like amazing, bro. Like that show where he opened up for uh like uh K Carbon and, and Aliza and, and all the Shibuya girls, like Came from us just hitting the road and yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, right, just grinding it and going back to my point, like I said earlier, and I stand on it, man. I really don't think it's hard for artists to break. I just think that you have to have a solid game plan. You have to be clear in who your record is for, who your product is for, and you have to be clear in how you're going to meet those people. Like it's easy for us to just blast, come get this money on social media and pay for boosts and pay for ads and 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 let that shit run across people's right. timelines. It's totally different for us to be in these people's cities yeah. and then these DJs playing it and it's Right, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's totally different. It's one thing if I see, and it also it connects the dots for people because if he boosts the ad and making and people or in Atlanta and people looking and they see it on their phone, they're like, man, I don't know who this is, but they heard just enough of it. But yeah. then fast forward a day or however long later, we in their city fucking with this DJ in that market or this right. DJ and they playing it in the club. It's now you connecting the, connect the dots. Now you connecting the dots. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like once again, but like we dropped that song in December. It's been three months and like. Still it's been a case every week. It's still gaining traction every week. The stream's going up every week. The Shazam's going up. Bro, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, I, I got people calling me on the radio, like, hey, bro, play that code, get this money. Yeah. Play that code, get this money. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it, yeah, like, man, it's been great, in my opinion. Like, I honestly, personally, I'm a road runner. Like, that's people been like, why well, I ain't never like left Savannah? I'm kind of like, man, I ain't necessarily. I'm out of town just as much as I'm in town. So right. it don't really make sense to like. <laughs> but the contest yeah. on what you're saying, I think um, a lot of people, they don't understand. And what the one thing I do love about Savannah is I think it's a seemingly the perfect geographical area. Yeah. So, so three away, three, probably three and a half away from Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. Three and a half away from the A. I mean, you got three and a half away from Orlando. You got sixteen running one way. You got ninety five running the other. You get anywhere. You get yeah, anywhere. Yeah, I think that when a lot of people complain about it. I was like, it's really the easiest place to get to anywhere. Because you oh. got to think, people in the eighth, they want to go to Miami. It's a ten hour drive for us. Six and a half, seven. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you want to go to Charlotte from Orlando, damn, that's a what seven, eight hour. Plus, yeah. that's a little three and a half hour drive. Three and a half mm-hmm. hours, bro. You can work four states. You can. You yeah. can work, you can work four Easy, states. Easily. Easily all from Savannah. You get to Columbus, that's damn near Alabama. You get there in three and a half hours. Three and a half you know hours. We went to Columbus. Yeah. We went to Columbus. I won't be in Alabama. You shout out to my dog, DJ Cashflow. He did an interview in Columbus. We hit like two clubs in Columbus. Yeah, you can. I hit one. He hit one. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> I got food. Yeah, my boy was going through it. But I hit the second one for us and they played it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Shout out DJ Double O Key out there. And, and the people was people was fucking with it. And you know what I'm saying? Once again, like expecting people's reaction the first time hearing it to like be like, oh yeah, that's my shit. Yeah. Expecting no, you're gonna be disappointed every time. But yeah, if you man. can get like hey, if you can watch that body language, if you can watch, you know what I'm saying, they facial reaction. And honestly, like I said, it to me. I've been doing that for the past damn near 15 years as a DJ. Like, when I'm playing, I'm watching everything in real time. Right. I'm watching people's body language. Yeah. I'm watching your face so I can see the best way to, to, to stir the pot. Yeah. And one thing is, and you're a few years older than me, but I know you remember this time. Like, I was at Georgia Southern when, you know, rich kids was coming through all the time. Travis Porter was coming through all the time. Mm-hmm. Walker Flock was going, oh, let's do a first drop. 
I remember him being in Statesboro doing free shows at Zone, at uh, at Legends, at all these spots, right? Yo. And the first time he did it, it was who the fuck this big ass niggas? Like nobody knew who he was at all, right? Yo. I remember Saha coming to the grill and doing a freestyle on stage. And niggas going to the bar. Sai, I remember Sai coming. You and CJ, he'll tell you. Cause he's like Sai came to the grill, and the grill ain't no bigger than OT. Right, right. It's like it's like it's like somebody got coming to OT. Everybody went to the bar. They knew who Sai was. They knew who he was. A year later, he doing the he on um yeah he on Kai he with Kanye doing the cipher. You know what I mean? I remember the first time Rich Homie Quan came to the city. Yeah, you know what I mean? I remember every time this man come. Every time this man come. Nicki Minaj came to Georgia Southern. And the show was so empty, they'll let people in for free. They'll let folks in for free. This is a true story. Anybody who's at Georgia Southern, I'm gonna tell you. Drake came and did a show. Drake did five songs on So Far Going and Love. Not because that's all he had, it's because that's all people knew. And when he started going deeper into the catalog, he wasn't getting a response, so they got him on our stage. Yeah. That was it. So the point of, you know what I mean, when you're in these spots and they start playing your music, you know what I mean? And, and like you said, you just wait for them reactions. If people ain't going crazy, everything he's saying 100% right. Because I saw it. Like, I stood there. I was in them crowds and mm. saw it. And anybody who's in Statesboro at the time, I tell you, this ain't cap. This ain't, like, literally all these people. And you remember, all these folks were coming through the borough. Yeah, I remember Saha. All the time. All the time. Damn. Like, all I that shit. Saha. All the time. You know I was like, I mean? bro, y'all don't even know who Buddy is, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so ain't had a clue <laughs> like, who Saha was. I'm look, I, remember, I knew who was just from music. I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just mixtapes and, niggas, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. niggas yeah. looking like, bro. Fuck yeah. his buddy, nigga. I'm talking little niggas. Really went to the bar, like man. Go, go ahead, cause he said yeah. it right there. You know what Nikki I mean? too. Nikki, Nikki too. Well, see, Nikki was at the. Uh, Nikki was at. That's the when pack. she was on the Wayne. Well, she well, she was at the pack. She uh, at the performing arts center. So that was a little different. But did she start on the Gucci CJ or did she start? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she started. Okay, on the Gucci, she yeah. started on the Gucci. Gucci. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, yeah, Gucci and uh and Walker Mama, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, but yeah, nah, she was in the borough. Her, she was at. She was booked by the school. The perform it is that she just wasn't there yet. This was right before B Me Up Scotty mm, and all that all shit. That. No, I said actually right after it just dropped. So, so she it was just still wasn't fresh. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was fresh. Marinated yet. It, it was fresh. Just had to be probably what fall of twenty ten, maybe. Damn. Maybe fall of twenty ten. So far going dropping no nine. So it was around that time. I mean, she was still new. You know what I mean? But, you know, again, six months later. Shit. Gone out of there. You couldn't pay her to come back to Statesboro just because you know what I mean. She she was too you know she yeah she was too big to, <laughs> to be in them in them areas. You know what I mean. But all them artists, Dro, all them niggas. I mean, damn, Dro damn near lived in Statesboro. You know what I mean? Much as he was done. So, so, yeah, now nah, Right, real quick. Hey, man, Joe gonna get a bag. Pastor Troy gonna go get a bag, too. Pastor Troy gonna get a bag. <laughs> Troy gonna I give you them four songs. He gonna be out. <laughs> I seen Future down there one time. This was Future was traveling in, in a 16 passenger van. So me mm-hmm. and my homeboy, Jamon, shout out Jamon. That's when them boys are doing this shit over there. Um, God damn, Carver Village with the little yellow flags and all. Um, I forgot their name. So they was doing the little shows or whatever. So I rode down there, you know what I mean, with partners. So he was giving a few, you know what I mean, a lean or whatever, whatever. So he linked up with him. He gave him the shit or whatever. So he in the 16th passenger. So maybe he had to be like 15 minutes later, Scooter pulled up with a white girl. You know what I mean? She was driving, whatever, whatever. He came out smelling like a skunk full of weed or whatever. So I'm like, so this is the early times. You know what I mean? So they was waiting outside till they got the back end money. You know what I mean? How it mm-hmm. go before they went in. So they went in and shit. We went in with bro and all them. And it was kind of like, folks knew who he was, but you what, like Dirty Sprite, Driss Drop, but it wasn't like dumb pack. 
it was a little line and shit like that. So we went in there, but it was just like you could still move around in the club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you said, a year later, that shit sold out before mm-hmm. you even, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the tickets dropped. So I, I can contest what you're saying and both of y'all saying about these artists before they even get to that, yeah. that level. That work, man. Yeah, absolutely. Shit, it's a long time. I wasn't fucking with you, to be honest. Like, I just, I just yeah, didn't like yeah, shit. You, so. Yeah, it was like, I remember yeah. I seen them. It was yeah. explosive. It was explosive boys. When they was doing their little mm-hmm. shit, they linked mm-hmm. up with, you know, a few and all. So that like, was way back in the day. But this is just when he was just like an up-and-coming artist and he was traveling the 16 passengers. You know, from the A to, you know, Statesboro, get his money, he gone again. Turn around, go right back. Mm-hmm. One thing I did want to get to for uh, before we let y'all go, man, was um, and I asked every artist to come through this. Um, tell me a little bit about your creative process. You know what I mean? Kind of what you know what I mean is you know what what kind of inspires you? You know what I mean to to write? Is it kind of a constant thing? I hear I hear all kind of shit, right? I hear you know just constantly you know you constantly hearing music, right? I've heard that before. I've heard you gotta be in a certain mind frame. You gotta be in a certain mode. You need certain shit. You need to be in a dark room. I heard all kind of. You know, different things people need. So for you, you know, kind of tell me about your creative process when you're making a song. You know what I mean? Kind of kind of what do you look for? However the day going. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. <laughs> so I can attest. No, that, that man dead serious. That's real. That's real. You know him, he's so serious. How the day going? Like however I feel. Like I get enough, whoever like I don't I don't write. Okay. Like, so however I feel, like going there, I ask my producer, my engineer, how you feel? And, you know, if they got a beat, then we'll, you know, we'll fuck with that shit. But I, I like this building, you feel me? This shit like an easel. Like, I look at this mic like an easel. Like, so that shit a blank canvas. So let's start with a sound. Don't just give me a beat. And I got to put my voice on it. Like, let me hear some sounds. Let me feel like, ooh, shit, I like that sound. Like, I feel like. Because so I'm going through that shit. Today. I feel that sound. And then let's build from that sound. I got you. So you'll be able to be as you, so the whole shit will come together. You know me as you in there, right? Yeah, so you just get just a beat and just okay. Nah, that's then dope. we that's build hard. like that's shit hard. around my voice. Like my voice is anybody, your voice is an instrument. Yeah. That's why I say you have to go through this shit and learn your voice. That's why I say when people trying to steal other people's styles and sound like other people, it ain't gonna work. It'll possibly work quick to get you a microwave dinner. Yeah. But when you trying to last like your voice the instrument, you feel me? You're touching people with that. You're making them feel like that's why they're that's why people locked into the people that they locked in because they learned their voice. They learned how to play with that shit and see what the fuck they could do with it. Yeah. When you're trying to sound like somebody else, you only can go through the ceiling of how they already sound using a template. Yeah. Your shit is the sky's the limit. You feel me? So my process is just like, however I feel like they, that we go from there. Then I go in the booth. I might lay the hook down and I'll step back out. We'll listen to it for a second. What might need to be done. Then if I feel something else, I'll go back in. Then I go recording, you know, like it's just record, just you, you spilling out feelings, man. You spilling, and like I say, it takes life too. Yeah. Like I yeah. tell people all the time, we 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 ministers, we bishops, we pastors on these when we giving this shit to these people because this like people live vicariously through us when they listening to these songs. Like they be feeling that shit. People drive that shit and be so. I be wanting people to feel me. You feel me? Because I know it's somebody out there, people that that feel like how I feel going through the shit that I've gone through. Lost kids. You feel me? Niggas out here still selling sex. It's folks out here that go to work. You feel me? I don't all that. You feel me? I'm a regular cool down to earth nigga. You feel me? So shit, just trying to convey a way to make people feel me. And like I say now that I understand, it's for them. Like so, that's what I do as well. When I'm in, I'm understanding that this shit a conversation between me and the people. 
Like, so, and that's how I try to make it when I'm in there, when I'm rapping, I try to make that shit a conversation. I already look at it steps ahead of how am I going to be when I'm performing this shit? Yeah. How am I going to be doing when I'm talking to them? I'm going to be like, <laughs> like, that's how I be when I'm in that shit. Like, that, cause that's how I be when I'm creating it. It's more so like, cause I feel like when you're writing it, there's no disrespect, you'll get trapped in that moment of having that beat right there. And then your, your words are trapped right there on wherever you wrote it at. That feeling you had at that moment, opposed to I just heard this shit, this how I'm feeling this day. Boom, we could trap this shit in the mic right here in this moment. That's just for me, you feel me? Right. Anybody can create their moment But for me that just at this point where I'm at And having the access to the studio I have that it comes to that as well The access that you have to your studio and record Because some people be on that time schedule Where I go when I want to I got a session to get to now you feel me But like that's what it is for me You feel me creating that moment That feel embodying that you feel me And continuing to keep that going And then learning how to sell that to people That's what you're selling the feel of people Yeah absolutely man CJ, you know, you, you get into your producer bag, you know what I mean? So if you same question, you know, kind of what does your creative process look like? Uh, man, a little bit kind of the same, kind of how I'm feeling. But also, like, for me, a lot of times, it'll kind of start with a, it'll go from a feeling to an idea. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like, you know, I may feel one way and then I'm like, if, if we talking about just me on, like, a random cook-up, yeah, it'll, it's, that's kind of how it goes. Like, it'll just start off like I may feel some type of way about something. And I'm like, man, how can I translate this to a record? And then before I even start laying it down, like, I'm just mulling it over in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> for the beats on, like, Down by the River, like, with How Great. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew, man, like, so shout out to Ashton. I got to say, How Great and Tina Turner, them the only two beats on the album that I didn't make. Yeah, yeah. I didn't create everything else I made. Oh uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, OG. Yeah, I did every. And those the only two I did to do. Okay. Like man, I got a follow. Said shit in the car. Man, let me tell you. So nah. hold on, let me tell you about VP with with I right, man. So <laughs> give us a story. Let me give you the That's story. We get the exclusive stories. So we had a session that night uh-huh. before VP was going to lay his verse on I, right. and okay. VP ended up. I don't know if bro was just high or what, but bro I'm takes a high. nap. He always high, <laughs> but I don't know if bro was just like stupid, stupid high or what, but bro right. go to sleep. Right. So he in the studio, and I know he sleep because like mouth open, he breathing hard. He ain't snoring, but it's like right up under there. My boy, my boy right. sleep. Yeah, my boy. So like while he sleep, me and the artist that, you know what I'm saying, is in the studio, like we just chopping it up or whatever, and I get to telling them about this philosophy about sharks and jellyfish. You know what I'm saying? The difference between a shark and a jellyfish or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And to summarize that philosophy, it's kind of like, you know, you got two type of people. You got people who like sharks, people like jellyfish. You know what I'm saying? A jellyfish, if water takes them up, they up. Water take them down, they down. It's kind of people like that. If they get good days, they take it. They get bad days, they take it or whatever. Sharks, on the other hand, fun fact about a shark, a shark's always swimming even when they sleep. If a shark ever mm. stops moving, its gills will close up and it will die. Dang. And there are people who are like that. They have to always be moving, always be doing something. If they ever stop, they're going to die, right. essentially, you know what I'm saying, on yeah. the inside. So I'm just talking this philosophy about sharks and jellyfish or whatever. This man sleep. Finally, we wrap up this session. I'm like, VP, wake up, my boy, Creflo, it's time. You ready? My man say, yep, all right, hold on. Go to the bathroom, come back, go in the booth. And he like, play the beat for me again real quick. Play the beat. Then he be like, all right, I think I'm ready. And if you listen to him in this verse... But there's a point in the verse where he say, 
uh, God, how you make me a shark knowing I can't even much swim? <laughs> hey, that's hard though. Yeah. <laughs> that's hard. So and like honestly, like from a producer, like it's always fun working in the studio with VP because it's like he not lying. Like man, like we'll be in there and I'll be like, bro, what kind of mood you in now? And he'd be like. And I'm feeling right. Like that's why I can't wait for folks to hear Creflo, bro. Like it's the first song on Creflo. It's called Boat. Yeah, hard. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. just, bro. I'm like, what kind of mood you in? And he'll tell me what kind of mood he in. And like I just start playing with sounds, and we'll just organically start building the beat. And like as I'm building the beat, he like mulling over how he feel, putting yeah. his words together. You might lay like a, a, a basis of the beat. He'll go in there and lay his jaw down, and it's like. Shit, all we gotta do at this point is just touch shit up. But one thing I do I do like about both of y'all, y'all can be honest with each other. And one thing I do know about both of y'all, y'all don't have no problem speaking your honesty. Like VP, you know, me and him good friend. Yeah, tell me. He ain't got no problem telling me when I'm fucking up E don't do this. E do this. Alright, be careful if you do that, E, but you know, this, this, and that. So one thing I do like y'all, y'all can critique each other without getting y'all feelings. Yeah. That's very rare. We very professionals. Important. That's what we say all the time. We professionals. Yeah, professionals. Yeah. professionals. Yeah. Yeah, I get in y'all feelings. You know Gotta be I mean? coachable, man. End of the day. Gotta be coachable. And that's part of being professional. So you're right. Um, e, anything you got for him? Anything no, else? No, man. This is, I ain't gonna lie. This is probably one of our best ones in a minute. Man, don't yeah, gas us up, man. No, no, like, really, like, <laughs> don't do that to me. Usually, usually, me and him, we have like a structure. Like, even when y'all see me watching my phone, I got different things I want to talk about. Yeah. He has different things he want to talk about. When the conversation, like, me and him do, it's almost like a freestyle. Kind of like what you, yeah. once that shit start rolling in motion and you keep going and keep going, the list's out the window. Yeah. Shit getting better and better. Mm-hmm. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And then for, like, our listeners and stuff, I don't know if they like it or what, but, you know, I got to throw this out here. We top 200 in the nation. Hey. Top 200. Hey. Top 200. Hey. Hey. Yeah. See, we ain't that fast. Uh, the the so it's like, once we get in that, in that ceiling, I throw the phone down because this shit get good. Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. mutual. It's organic, like, shit going on in the room. And that takes away from the shit you got scripted. Yeah. yeah. That's better. You know what I mean? Then yeah. the scripted shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion. No, it is. Most definitely. It got to be organic. Everything got to be yeah. organic with it. You feel me? And like I said, it's just because they made it a business and people trying to make money so bad. You feel me? I get it. I'm trying to make money. But I'm going through the process now. I'm learning like organic and just that should be the best shit. That's going to be. Balance. That's, Balance. That quality going to always last. You feel me? Like when people go back and it finally hit and it resonates. That's what it's about. Like, we can't control the time of when this shit resonates with the music. We can't control the time when it resonates if it is what it is. If you got some microwave shit, put it out fast because that's what it's for that time, that era. That's it. But the shit that I be making ain't for that time. That I shit like that. for. Yeah. I'm thinking ahead of time, yeah, trying to beat the curve. You feel me? Trying to. Yeah. It's going to be in a rotation. Yeah. Yeah, don't never want to be the flow, man. I never want to flaw the flow. want to be the flow always, man. So, um,. So, yeah, man, with that being said, man, episode 103 of the Untitled Podcast, man. Appreciate y'all coming through. You know Thank what I mean? Man. My guys, appreciate, man. Y'all. appreciate y'all. Consider family of the podcast, man. Hey. Anytime, yeah, anytime y'all want to come through, got something to talk about, man, you're always welcome, man. Oh, always listen, appreciate welcome. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes, sir, man. Uh, so, 
Oh, with that being said, man, appreciate everybody. First time, last time, whatever time is always love on this side. Uh, you fuck with the fuckers. If you don't, don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. That's a fact, man. So, with that being said, that was- <laughs> we out, man. God <laughs> bless. Get money. Hey, oh, peace. That's right. Oh, blessings. That's All that good shit, man. Oh. Yes, sir. Until next time. Lately, I came out. I've been feeling fine. Smoking the finest pines, spilling the greatest wine. High in line. High in this my life I live it to the foot I struggle through all the strife Hustle to get it right Ain't nothing left but to Roll a dice and pray that a nigga strike I remember long nights But nah nigga aight <laughs> Yeah I said nah nigga aight If you lose it then they clown you When you win they going down You just keep all that from around you And then everything around you be Everybody outside, but how many making moves? I see you. Yeah. Ooh, give me some more flavor. It's the Untitled Podcast.